and welcome to the Dynamite Podcast. My name is Joe Rybant, and each and every week we'll be here talking about the week ahead, the week that was, and much, much more. This week we have a special Dynamite event heading to stores across the globe as we release our first ever original graphic novel. And that, of course, is the return of the Cosmic Guard as we present Jim Starlin's Kid Cosmos. More on that in a minute. And always, as always, for any fans picking up this or any of our other Dynamite comics, please be sure to head on over to the Dynamite message boards and tell us what you think. The boards are always hopping, friendly fan environment. Stop on in, check them out. As I mentioned this week, we have Jim Starlin's Kid Cosmos, Dynamite Entertainment's first original graphic novel featuring the awesome work of legendary creator and all-around nice guy, Jim Starlin. Dynamite and legendary creator Jim Starlin presents the return of the Cosmic Guard in the Kid Cosmos original graphic novel. Kid Cosmos is a direct continuation of the uh, Cosmic Guard miniseries that we released a couple years back that features 122 pages of original story and art in Dynamite's first ever original graphic novel. Now, Starlin is, of course, the master of all things time and space, and he excels in his most powerful vision yet. Kid Cosmos. It's a lot of fun. We encourage everyone to go on out there and pick it up. For anyone that pre-ordered it, we certainly appreciate it. We think that you will be very, very happy with it. Give it a read. Let us know what you think. Also this week, don't miss the following variant cover editions that should be hitting select shops across the country. The Dark Man vs. Army of Darkness number 2, George Perez variant cover. Army of Darkness number 13, Sean Phillips variant cover. And Battlestar Galactica, Zarek number 1, Sedgwick variant cover. Ask your local retailer for more details or visit the Dynamite site. I'm also pleased to announce that we are sold out of the Xena Annual as well as Red Sonia number 18. Now, please be sure to check with your local retailer for availability. And what selling out means is that we're out, our distributor is out, and in the cases of the variant covers that I mentioned above, in some cases we do make an extra cover to fill anticipated sellouts. At this point, we did not do so with the Xena Annual and Red Sonia. 18, but we may have plans for Red Sony 18 board details here to come in the podcast. And speaking of all of this, last week, of course, we sent the two big annuals to stores. They hit the shelves, and here's a pair of reviews on the annuals from Ray Tate at SilverBulletComics.com. First up, Xena, Strange Visitor. Ray says, Champagne doesn't just stitch together a tense, exciting plot aided by the suspenseful timing of Noah Salonga. He displays an understanding of the characters. He gives credible insight as to what makes them tick, and he touches upon Xena's relationship with Gabrielle. The dialogue he scrolls through the panels is nothing short of brilliant and apt for Xena and Gabrielle. Ray also says, Salonga's artwork consists of stunning cinematography depicting two proportionate female fighters and imaginative aliens, having a few visual cues to the Predator. The backdrops are rich in detail and expression. The quiet scenes are elegantly portrayed. The fight scenes are electrifying and also appropriately poignant due to the unfortunate situation. And Ray closes by saying the Xena annual is a must for all Xenophiles and for those who like a little thrill. And we couldn't agree more. Champagne, uh, Keith Champagne that is, did a great job on the script and we are very, very pleased with the uh, combination of Noah Salonga on the interior art uh, aided by Chris Garcia on colors and of course that team um, has completed issues five and six of Xena, the dark Xena storyline. Uh, back to writer John Lehman on those, and maybe uh, we'll see Keith Champagne doing some more work for us in the near future. Did a great job on the Xena annual. Highly recommended. Also from Ray Tate at SilverBulletComics.com, a look at the Red Sonia annual. Ray says, 
Besides conjuring an engaging variation on a traditional fantasy plot, Omi once again makes the reader question some of the trappings associated with the Red Sonja legend. He also shows the duplicity of men and even gives the villains of the piece a little more depth than usually seen. Ray goes on to say that Stephen Sadowski, who recently provided flashback illustrations for The Return of Kulan Goth Ark and Red Sonja, returns for a full-length story. His depiction of the cast, of course, follows the rules of anatomy, and readers may be surprised when seeing the unusual body type of the heroine. Ray continues by saying, if that wasn't enough to entice the reader, Dynamite includes a reprint of a seldom-seen Roy Thomas chronology for Sonya's Marvel adventures. Red Sonya art by such luminaries as John Byrne, Esteban Morato, John Buscema, and Frank Thorne accompanies the guide. Thanks for the kind words on both of those, Ray. And yeah, the Red Sonya Annual is also something we're very proud of. Oming has been known to say that it is his favorite piece of Red Sonya writing to date. Uh, we encourage everyone to check it out. Steven Stowski did a great job handling the art of the book. Uh, we actually have him doing a couple of classic Battlestar coverage next while we wait for another big project for him to come together. And uh, the extra stuff in the back is the icing on the cake. Uh, great history of the Marvel Comics Adventures of Red Sonja, and it's all in there in one package, Red Sonja Annual, go check it out. Also this week over at Silver Bullet Comics, All the Rage had a peek at two of the Marvel Zombies vs. the Army of Darkness covers, as well as the following tidbit. Entitled, Kiss My Ash, You Marvel Zombies, writer Steve Saunders said, both companies have kept this latest project under strict lock and key, but a gnomish necromancer in my employee tells me that an Army of Darkness miniseries will come out of the MZ-AOD crossover between the time of AOD-13 and the launch of AOD-1, while Evil Ash was in charge, and Ash was dead. I've been reading the Army of Darkness comics for a while now, and I can say of unsound mind that they are awesome. This has a groovy factor of 9 out of 10. Thank you. Steve, and we do have plans for the return of Ash and a look at what happened while he was gone, but for right now the focus is on the crossover. All the scripts are in and approved, the covers are coming fast and furious, and Fabiano is turning out the best pages we've seen. The last page of issue number two is worth the price of admission alone. So, if you haven't pre-ordered this, tell your local retailer to reserve a copy today. Also, this past week, Newsarama Best Shots took a look at Red Sonja 18. They had some interesting thoughts. Let's get right into it by saying, The conclusion of the epic Return of Kulan Goth arc actually arrives with a mix of satisfaction and frustration. The satisfaction comes from the fact that the creative team tried something truly different by bringing in the classic villain, and from the typically sharp characterization of Omen. The stunning art by Ruby is almost automatic at this point. In addition to his outstanding battle scenes and design sense, he's made Sonya into a well-realized, emotionally complex woman. Best Shots continues by saying, The frustrating part is that, essentially, the entire preceding epic ends without Sonya really ever confronting Goth. The battles, the pain, and the loss of characters and occasional appendages adds up to the establishment of the new status quo. Not that that's not an uncommon practice, it's just that it felt like Sonya would actually have more interaction with the looming villain rather than his two underlings. Now I want to pop in here and say that I can understand this point, but promise the reviewer, the listener, and the dynamite reader that Sonya and Goth will meet face to face, and the march to the rematch begins in issue 25, starting the World on Fire storyline. Goth has been here from the beginning, and for those of us that have been with Sonya since issue number zero, we can see the seeds that have been laid by first uh, Mike Carey and Mike Oming, and then by Mike Oming solo, that Goth has been behind the scenes of everything that is going on. And with a villain like Kulan Goth, um, there's not going to be a quick and easy fight and victor or loser. 
This is a war, and Red Sonia and Kulan Goth have faced off in the first battle. There will be many more battles to come. Now back to the review, uh, which closes nicely by saying, Red Sonia is a consistently entertaining read. The various creators who have worked on her through Dynamite have obviously made the effort to make her more than her appearance. Honestly, though, Army of Darkness has its moments, and the Lone Ranger may threaten it in the long run. Red Sonia remains the best book on Dynamite's block. Thanks, guys. Also, the Best Shots crew took a look at the Red Sonia Annual Number 1, saying, This rather clever story works off of the popular perception of Red Sonia by the regular people of her world. The wife of a brothel owner gets caught up in tales of the female warrior and buys a piece of memorabilia that leads to action and consequence. The theme of women controlling their own fate is put squarely up front by Owen, and Stephen Sadowski puts together some great art. A terrific bonus in the back is the classic Red Sonia comics chronology by Fred Blosser, with additional material by Roy Thomas. Thanks, guys. And I'd also like to say thanks to everyone that dropped me a line last week telling us how much they love the podcast. We are sending out a bunch of trades to some lucky fans. Stay tuned to these podcasts for more such fan rewards. And before we go, as always, let's do a Dynamite Tease of the Week. And yesterday there was a big phone call between the publisher of Dynamite and the publisher of another comic book company detailing a top-secret project between the two companies. They weren't just talking to each other, though. They were doing the first in a series of interviews on the project. Let the guessing begin. Oh, and the cover is in for issue one of a project we've been teasing here for a while. It's part of the next big announcement. Stay tuned. And I know I throw out big announcements an awful lot, but these two are definitely big announcements. And that'll do it for this week. Thanks for listening. Email us and tell us what you think. We may just send you something for your thoughts. You never know. As always, we can be reached online at dynamiteentertainment.com, and I can be reached at submissions at dynamiteentertainment.com or letters at dynamiteentertainment.com. To find a comic shop near you, visit csls.diamondcomics.com or call 1-888-COMIC-BOOK.